Welcome back to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to our Eva India Insights podcast. I'm Pallavi, your host for today. And in this latest episode of Budget 2024 series, we aim to provide you with a comprehensive coverage of budget spanning a diverse range of perspectives from the macroeconomic landscape to the direct impact on individuals and taxpayers, and also the intricate effect on businesses and large organizations. We are joined by Raju Kumar, our EVA India tax partner, who comes with extensive experience in guiding companies through intricate tax landscapes. He also specializes in offering strategic advice on tax structuring for cross-border investments, optimizing global supply chains for tax efficiency, facilitating income repatriation, providing insights on incentives, and also ensuring meticulous tax compliance. His wealth of expertise contributes to significantly to our commitment to delivering a top-tier tax advisory services. Thank you for joining us today, Raju, to our podcast. Thank you, Pallavi. To start off, we would like to ask, what are the key areas within the direct taxation that businesses should closely watch for potential changes or reforms in the upcoming budget? Sure. Considering this is an election year, we will have an interim budget right now, as the listeners would be aware. Uh, A comprehensive budget would only come post-elections. Keeping in mind past trends, I expect this interim budget to be low on any new announcements or any marquee changes. Having said this, uh, two key corporate tax changes that we should watch out for are implementation measures around BEPS 2.0. This can be an important change, especially for big multinationals that are covered within the ambit of BEPS 2.0. And uh, second, uh, extension of timeline associated with uh, reduced corporate tax rate of 15% to invest in incentivize manufacturing and attract fresh investments in manufacturing in India, which is aligning with government's Make in India agenda. Thank you, Raju, for these insights. Uh, my next question is, how might the government address these concerns related to tax evasion and increase tax compliances through direct tax measures? Uh, this is an important area, and uh, we have seen that government has been very focused on these areas in the past. And addressing tax evasion and increasing compliance through direct tax measures measures is a complex challenge uh, with diverse approaches. A couple of potential strategies that may be considered are enhancing data analytics and technology. Government has spent significantly on uh, technology within tax, uh, whether through GST or bringing tax compliances uh, through uh, technology. But most importantly, uh, utilizing data analytics tools for risk assessment, anomaly detection, and targeted audits can improve efficiency and deter non-compliance. Indian tax authorities have already started deploying data analytics in processing of tax returns and other taxpayer data such as CBCR, which the listeners would have uh, experienced. And we have seen tremendous uh, increase in uh, tax compliance, particularly with the increase in number of taxpayers over uh, the years. Uh, Second aspect uh, 
I would uh, think uh, will be streamlining uh, the filing procedures and uh, tax code complexity. Uh, simplification of tax forms which are being talked about and procedures can reduce uncertainty and encourage uh, voluntary compliance. Uh, and the third part here would be strengthening taxpayer identification and registration systems, which is uh, essentially a comprehensive single taxpayer identification number linked to diverse data sources can help track income and identify potential evasion. Uh, some of this is already being done through the MOU between CBDT and CBIC and other agencies where uh, the data used to be in isolation with different regulatory agencies which are being attempted to bring on a single platform so that analytics can be better and uh, taxpayers can uh, prepare for uh, targeted uh, scrutiny assessments and questions around that. Thank you for those insights, Raju. Now, moving on to the next question based on BEPS 2.0 and energy transition, could you let us know what are the key factors that make the upcoming budget crucial for the India's energy sector, especially in the context of the ongoing energy transition? Now, this is a, this is a very critical area because uh, as listeners would be uh, aware, India is a very huge uh, consumer when it comes to energy. And with the rapid economic growth, our carbon footprint is also expected to increase. And we need that increased, uh, increased sources of energy either through uh, enhanced power generation, which has happened uh, already, uh, more reliance on renewable sector which again is in process and uh, also a, a thrust on increasing nuclear power generation. So we, we stand in a very peculiar situation when it comes to energy and coupled with the fact that there is a global push towards energy transition and the anticipated over, overhaul of the sector as a whole, the, the upcoming budget presents itself as a great opportunity to the government to make some policy changes and solidify its commitment to set India on the path of energy transition or decarbonization, as we say. Key areas that the government may look to consider are augmenting the budget for the Ministry of MNRE, which is new and uh, renewable energy, which is crucial to meet the ambitious target of 500 gigawatt of re renewable energy capacity by 2030. Uh, second, if we talk about uh, hydrogen and other emerging technology uh, like offshore wind and energy storage solutions, uh, there, there, any incentives around these areas will also help to diversify the renewable energy portfolio and enhance the grid resilience, addressing uh, transmission and distribution constraints by investing in modern grids and smart meters bringing in some uh, taxonomy around green bonds, which uh, becomes uh, helpful for uh, companies which are planning to invest into the renewable uh, sector and uh, access funds uh, from different uh, sources. 
Uh, another area which is catching the global eye is development of a robust carbon market. It would be interesting to see if there are any policy changes around implementation of an effective carbon tr credit trading uh, system to incentivize industries to reduce emissions and generate additional revenue for clean energy initiatives. Adding to that previous valuable insights, we would also like to know the brief overview of uh, BEPS 2.0 and it's also sig its significance in shaping the India's energy policies. Thank you for asking this question. Uh, if you look at BEPS 2.0, it, it is a result of OECD's projection project on addressing the tax challenges of digitalization of the economy and capture proposal to make fundamental changes to global tax rules. It has two parallel elements. Pillar one, as is known, is about revisions to profit allocation and nexus rules to allocate more taxing rights to market uh, countries. And pillar two, which seeks to establish new global minimum tax rules to ensure that all business income is subject to at least an agreed as energy policies. BEPS 2.0 primarily focuses on tax avoidance, not broader energy policy issues. It isn't expected to directly addresses, address challenges like energy security, affordability, or environmental sustainability. In my opinion, the impact of BEPS 2.0 on in India's energy policy is likely to be indirect and limited. Its potential to generate additional revenue and promote tax transparency could positively influence overall economy, including energy policy decisions, and contribute to a more sustainable energy future for India. Having said this, as I mentioned in my as as response to the initial question, uh, it is important to consider BEPS is still an evolving subject and its full impact on India's energy policies will remain to be seen. Thank you, Raju, for give, uh, joining us today and helping us with that such valuable insights to all our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On that note, we come to end to end of this episode and thank you to all our listeners for joining us in this insightful discussion. Please stay tuned for our next podcast. Until then, if you would like us to cover any specific topic for discussion, please feel free to share it with us on our website or markets.ey at in.ey.com. From all of us, thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.